Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Money and Integrity podcast. My name is Kimberly. I'm a career and freelance coach, and I'm here to help you meaningfully make more money doing what you love and helping change the world without hustling or sacrificing work-life balance. How? By overcoming the mindset blocks like self-doubt, all-or-nothing thinking, and procrastination, and then developing the career change skills to achieve your dream career without starting from scratch. And today I'm going to be talking about five ways my side business has actually made me better at my job. And I'm so excited to record this episode because I have always been such an advocate that you are not your career and you are not only one thing defined by one thing. And I think it's something that so many of us have struggled with because we want to find that definitive answer. And that is something I'm really leaning into and stepping into in 2022 and beyond, um, particularly in my coaching and in the direction of work-life money is really being multi-passionate and being able to not just be successful in your career, but other parts of your life. And for me, one of those other parts is actually a side business and they actually transfer and go back and forth. And so I'm going to be recording another episode on five ways that my job actually made me better in my side business. But today I really wanted to talk to you about being excelling in your career in a different way. And I see this in so many other parts of my life as well, not just my career. So let's just get started. I am so excited to talk about this topic. And before we do, though, I do really want to invite you um, to join me inside my one-on-one program. There's so many things, exciting things going on um, in the new year, including the new client portal, um, which has the Design Your Dream program. mini course in there along with so much other great stuff and I'm so excited for you to see what's next and if you are looking to really make meaningful money in 2022 this is the program for you I'm so confident that this program will transform your career and I say that with confidence because of everything I'm going to talk about today but also because I think that as high achievers, you know, it's so easy to get caught up in trying to satisfy ourselves with what traditional terms of success is. But as a high achiever, you know there's more. And so that is why I'm so excited for this program because it is not just excelling in your career, but how it transfers to different areas of your life. So if this is something that you're thinking about, really making meaningful money without sacrificing work-life balance um, and really being equipped with the transferable skills to never have to um, start a career change from scratch, then I highly encourage you and invite you to apply into the one one program. The link is in the show notes um, to get started. um, And how that what the next steps are look like is that we will book a career clarity call, where we'll talk about if this program is the right fit for you where you're looking to go for your um, in your career. And then from then on, we will 
get started with the onboarding. So you can go to the link in the show notes or it's calendly.com forward slash Kimberly dash WLM. And let's get started into this episode now. Now, the first way my side business has actually made me better at my job is it has given me a creative outlet and really developed a whole new skill set for me. And so if you didn't know, in my nine to five, I work in government and I work in finance. So my job is very data driven. It's very analytical. Um, I am now more in the finance side, but before I was really in the policy side. Um, So it is a lot of knowing laws, legislation and agreements and reading through contracts and all that kind of stuff. So it's very left brain like it's very um analysis and data driven and there isn't that much of a creative element um i do have to have a lot of creative problem solving um, skills that i use and develop and a lot of judgment but it is not something that is creative in the same way as writing And when I say my side business, I want to clarify that I include um, my freelance writing and blogging from the very beginning. So if you didn't know, I had a blog and I actually used to write um, as a freelancer and I've got paid to on different websites. And so that was really cool and a a cool experience to have. Um, And now I'm also a coach. So it has developed this completely different skill set and really enhance my creativity And that has not only made me better at my job as in when I have creative problem solving skills and having different skills, it's just a great thing in general. Um, When I am, because I am a coach, I also have great communication skills and I also am very empathetic and I I deal with um, pressure, especially at my job now, extremely well because of what I'm able to do in coaching and being able to coach my clients and have my coach coach me through um, changing thoughts, um, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, um, all of those types of things. And I really, really take that with me into my job and how I deal with other people. And so that soft skill set is really transferable. And it's something I've really been able to develop and hone and sharpen and um, become an expert in outside of my job. And so having work-life money and being able to have that creative outlet has really not only made me better at my job because it's created this different skill set, but it's also made me happier. Like now I also don't resent my job for not being creative enough or trying to make my job into something like my answer to everything I need. And that's what I really think a job is like sometimes is that sometimes people try to focus and try to define it like as their everything. And in comparison or as a as an example, sometimes it's comparative to a relationship with a partner. And so if you have a spouse or a partner, yes, it's really important, you know, to have a great relationship and be happy in that um partnership but 
doesn't that doesn't mean you stop like talking to your friends or your family or other people in your life. Your partner doesn't um shouldn't have that responsibility to be your absolute everything in every single circumstance. Um and I I feel that way about a job as well. Like it's not my job's responsibility to be the answer to all my problems. Like, because I want to be creative. Yeah. Like, okay. And I want to have um, a data skill sets. I have to find everything wrapped into like a neat little bow package and um, have that also stay constant for the rest of my life and have it understand me for the rest of my life. No, I think that it's really important that when you are developing in your career to really take responsibility for what that career is and then find other aspects of your life to be fulfilled in different ways and to have different outlets and allocate different interests and passions into other parts of your life. And so I think that's a huge part of career and why I feel like I'm so able to um, be so successful in my career. And because I have this creative outlet, when I'm at work, I can really just focus on this, that skill set, like negotiating, like um, contract analysis, like those really hard skills. I can really focus on developing that. And also while I'm in school, right, I'm just developing my um, my ability to project manage things and learn about different types of legislation. I don't need it to be creative. I don't need it, it, it to do all these other types of things. I have work-life money for that. And so that's the first way that it's made me better at my job. Now, the second way that my side business has made me better at my job is confidence. Oh my goodness. Putting yourself out on out, putting yourself out there online is so scary. It is so difficult, especially because I'm an introvert. I was always very soft-spoken and now I have a podcast <laughs> with people listening to it, complete strangers. And putting yourself out there on the internet is also pretty scary. Um, and just going, you know, I, I'm way more comfortable with it now, but I used to be really scared to show up on video, especially, you know, um, on Instagram stories and um, have pictures of myself and, uh, and write, I would take forever to write any caption or do anything because I was just so paralyzed by what other people think thought of me and actually too scared to step into my own thought leadership and that is something that I have really learned like I feel like I've come so far if you want to see how far I've come I you can go back and listen to the very first episode of this podcast when it was called millennial life and men and you can hear in my voice like how scared I am to talk and I was that whole episode was 100% scripted and I was just so like terrified you know obviously to put myself out there and especially also in my freelance writing because I write about my own experiences it's scary to put your own like I, I used to write a lot about money too especially about budgets it's, it, it's like scary to put that type of information out there or share your failures, which I've done many times on this podcast, which I've done many times in my freelance writing. Like, and I've gotten negative feedback before as well. And so it's, again, one of those things. And so developing that confidence in myself has been so incredible. Like it is, I can so see it transfer to um, my career because I'm not as scared to speak up in meetings anymore. 
I'm used to putting myself out there and not overthinking it. I won't say that it never happens, but it's a skill that you practice, right? Is now I just send an email and whatever happens, happens type of thing. And I, I have that self-trust in myself to deal with it, whatever happens, happens because I'm so used to putting myself out there in work-life money that, you know, raising my hand or I've had times where I disagree with my manager or supervisor or had a different opinion than someone else in a meeting and putting my voice out there instead of just kind of being quiet in the background. And that's what I realized was really tough is that like, um, I could never advance in my career because I wasn't actually being a leader in my industry. And now I really see how that has transferred. And I feel like when it comes to confidence, it's, there's this aspect as well, but there's also an aspect where I'm selling myself. I've had to learn how to sell myself and work-life money. And it's because not because I was like, oh, I really like selling to people. Actually, I really don't act. Um, it makes me, um, it, it has made me like really scared. And I've had to do a lot of mindset work around it because I know I can help people. And it's that same energy I bring into job interviews. When I started Work Life Money, like when it was called Millennial Life Admin, that's when I started seeing big transformations in my career. And now looking back at it, I can see why. Because I was getting used to being to selling myself. Selling yourself online and selling yourself in a job interview is very similar. It's basically just telling someone how much value you can bring to them. And now when I step into a job interview, I can walk in with that energy. And the same thing with my um with my career, um, with work-life money as well. Like I know I can bring so much value and that is a, that was a huge like shift for me. Um, because that was not something I have naturally. I wouldn't say I was naturally confident. I would say that I was the child that would be in the background and hope someone picks me. I would never raise my hand, um, to get picked. And so that is something that having a side business has really helped me be better at my job in and also in school, I feel like as well, because I'm so used to putting my thoughts out there. This whole podcast is basically just me talking about my thoughts. So really developing the confidence to share my opinions, to be seen as um, a leader and um, especially in like school, many because I was off camera for the program I was doing for my nine to five, um, and it was for pe- with people, you know, who are um, government professionals all across Canada. A lot of people started seeing me as an industry expert and would ask me questions because they didn't know how young I was because I didn't show my face on camera because um, that's just how like my placement on my camera was. But like, yeah, like I was really less afraid to speak my opinions on things instead of just trying to instead of just regurgitating information I would like take it and like spin it and really um put a lot of um thought into what I was saying and so that is the second way that my side business has made me better at my job is it's just made me really a lot more confident um because I think that when you put yourself out there on the internet, like nothing is that bad in my job. I've had people on the internet say 
far more negative things to me than anyone has ever said to me in my job. And um, the third way that my side business has made me better at my job is it's made me really grateful for my job. And I know this sounds like a weird thing to say because um, so many people, (laughs) I feel like this whole space is just like, oh, hate the nine to five, hate your job, hate your things like that. And I was like, I love what I do. Um, And also a lot of business is so glamorized And it's so interesting for me to see because I follow so much of the entrepreneurship content out there. And it is really extremely glamorized, I feel like. And not all aspects of business is easy and it's not always so shiny. And I think that um, there's this whole like dimension of entrepreneurship and I could go into a huge tangent about this that um, really doesn't talk about, you know, the instability. And if you are able to take that, there are a certain level of people who can take that instability and it comes with privilege that a lot of people don't acknowledge. And there, not everyone can just quit their job and start a business and, you know, um, quit cold turkey and all of that stuff. I think it's so privileged for people to say that because, To be honest, I could be in that situation, but I have a lot of factors involved that would help me. First of all, I have a partner um, who would help me, could help me financially. And I think that's so, so underrated for people to say, but having a partner, having someone else to live with, oh my God, makes life so much easier um, if you are on the same financial page. So if for any reason, something were to happen to me or if, you know, I quit my job and um, I went full time in my business and for a month or something, like something happened, um, either I don't make enough business or let's just say I get sick or um, and I like can't physically work, I would have someone to help me and take care of me, right? That is a privilege. Um, I have family. My mom adores me. Um, if I if anything were ever to happen in the world and I need to move back home with her, she would absolutely she'd welcome me with like open arms. She'd bring me food um, and, and cook my favorite meals and everything just to bring me home. Like my mom loves having me around. That is a privilege. And there's also like a privilege um, that I feel like people don't talk about, which is like ableism. Like I am very lucky. I'm in good health. Um, I am recovering from a little bit of a cold. Um, so my throat is a little hoarse. Um, and it's not COVID cause I actually did take a test for it, but, um, I did take a rapid test and it came negative, but like, I am healthy. I, not everyone is, I have, um, a friend, um, in particular, and you know, when you have to deal with a chronic illness, like you can't, it's not as easy just to quit your job and give up your healthcare, right? Like in Canada, it's a little easier because I mean, we have free healthcare, but like it, it's not that easy for everybody. And if you have a family, if you have a child who's sick, um, or a partner or a parent or something like that, other people that you have to take care of, like instability for you doesn't just mean for yourself. It means for other people too. So that was a quite a tangent, but I just feel like I'm so grateful also for my job. And and that makes me better at it. That makes me not resent it. And I'm grateful for it in so many ways, not for like just the stability and like the healthcare and the benefits that it gives me, like the um, paid 
for like they paid for the majority of um uh my prescription medicines um my work also paid for my a portion of my laser eye surgery they also pay for a portion of my education all of these like perks and all these things it can really add up and um i was in a car accident in 2019 and i was paid on leave so like if i were to just be working in my own job like if i were sick i might not have that so i'm extremely grateful for my job and again not just for the financial aspect for it but also having a business like you're pulled into all these directions it's so great because it's funny because the first point the creativity you have so much free reign to do whatever you want but at the same time that can come with so it can be so exhausting because to not to try to be everywhere and then try to pick in what direction you're going so having someone um you know and having an organization to really help you structure your day and really help you um, be able to have that filter of decision-making. Like there are certain decisions I make in my job that I'm so grateful my manager makes for me, Um, or they have to make that hard call on, on certain types of things, right? Having a business, it can be really tough. And so I'm actually just extremely grateful for all the things that my nine to five brings me. It also brings me an amazing team. And I know that that's not the same for everybody, but I love my team. Um, I have um, a best friend at work and I'm so grateful for her. Um, Entrepreneurship can be kind of lonely sometimes. And so I'm just like so grateful I have um, co-workers and a supervisor and a manager that I can admire so much and that teach me so much. Um, and so if I ever do decide to leave my nine to five, and to be honest, it's, I just don't see it in my card, in the cards for me anytime in the future, I'm working on an additional certification this year. And so if I was planning on leaving my job, I probably wouldn't be investing more money into my education for it. And again, it's about diversifying that skill set, but also I love what I do. Um, um, that it makes me really grateful. And if I were to ever leave my job, I would leave it feeling extremely, supremely grateful. And I think that that is a huge testament to what if I were to ever hire people, like if I ever were to create my own company type of thing, that would be the type of environment I would create. Um, because I find it very ironic. And again, kind of a tangent where people who say they hate the nine to five, and then they start their own companies and then become someone else's nine to five. And then um, like, I just don't think that that's a great mindset to come into when you want to start your own company. So I'm very grateful for all the lessons I've learned in my nine to five about how to run a company, how to run a team. And it's just amazing. And that leads me to my next point. And the fourth way that my side business has made me better at my job is the opportunities and options in life. It's opened up to me, like literally starting and going through work, life, money, and coaching, it has opened a whole new world for me. And the thing is, you would think that um, 
I would just want to jump into entrepreneurship because a lot of times that's what people wanted to, but it's just given me so many opportunities and ability to just rethink my career and life and allow me to take chances. So one of the big things that I've really strived and really learned how to do in my career is overcoming imposter syndrome and going for jobs and having like all this possibility for me. I thought for a really long time I would be an assistant. I'd be assistant for a re- forever because I couldn't I just couldn't see myself being the one to make decisions all the time and I just I know I just talked about that sometimes I'm grateful that you know my managers get to make decisions because in my work I deal with a lot of like emergency response and I deal with I've had to deal with a lot of covid response and sometimes like the direction I'm so grateful that my manager who has a lot more experience um in that area is the one who directs me because I um it's nice to have a team instead of having to decide how to respond to COVID by myself. But you know what? The thing is, if I came down to it, I know I would be able to step up into that um, role because work-life money has shown that, you know, I can do so much and I can take control and have so many options of my life and take risks in my career. And that is something I didn't really think about before like when I look at jobs now I feel like I can do anything and um, of course it would take time and of course I would want to do it but I look at jobs and I was like okay if I was willing to work on it I could use my transferable skills to be able to change into any career it might take time it it's going to take a lot of hard work but I could do it like it's just opened up so much possibility and opportunity for me in the way that I see myself and my career. And it's so exciting because career change, when you feel like you're bottled up into one area, it is, it can be really scary. And I've been there. And that's one of the things I really coach and work on my clients through and why I'm so passionate about you know, creating a marketable personal brand that you can apply to either your career or a freelance side hustling career. Because once you grasp that, oh my God, it's like the whole world opens up and it is so exciting. It's almost like you get to pick whatever you want to do instead of feeling that, hey, this is all I'm limited to do. And that is so exciting. Like, I'm in a job that I thought I would never be able to get into without having all of these certifications, without having all of this stuff. And now when I look at postings, I'm like, I can do this, right? I've changed careers before. I can do it again if that's what I really wanted or if that is um, the direction, you know, my life or my priorities and circumstances change into. And so like, I think about this all the time, but like, you know, for any reason, if something were to happen in my job and I lost my job or anything, or I had to move abroad, you know, let's just say to take care of family or something, I have this whole other aspect of my life where I can develop the skill set and it just builds upon each other. And it is like so exciting and thrilling to have that. Like if I really wanted to, I could be a virtual assistant. I could teach English abroad. I could do all of these things. I'm just capable of so much. And having 
work-life money really showed what is possible for me. And I want to like credit it to like the first time I ever got paid for writing. That was so insane to me. Like I, um, I mean, I've been writing to be honest, since I was a child, like since I was 10, I've been keeping journals. And when I was 10, it was kind of cringy to, to read, to read back on what I wrote back then, but like I would write stories. I have just always been a creative writer and now I got paid for it. I was like, Whoa, this is just so incredible. And again, it's just having different options in life and teaching, you know, how to apply career change into my nine to five as well. Like if I wanted to ever go into policy again, I could, if I wanted to go into a different direction again, I could. And that's so amazing. So if you are really looking to develop and equipping your skills yourself with the ability to change careers, um, without having to start from scratch and really being able to not just do it now, but how you can apply it for the future and of any career that you would want. Um, I really invite you to book um, a call for one-on-one coaching with me. The link is in the show notes. And I'd be so excited to talk to you on the career clarity call and talk about one-on-one coaching and how that can help you and your career. Now, the last way that my side business has made me better at my job is the fulfillment it gives me. Like, honestly, I feel fulfilled in like all areas of my life now. Um, and and this is the thing where I don't know if I could ever go at my job because I love the work that I do in public service. There is something about working in a community and also working on things that you know are bigger than yourself. It impacts people more than just you. And it has this incredible rippling effect into my community. Like there's something about that that I love so much, but there's another part about work-life money that gives me such an incredible amount of fulfillment because not only because of the resources that work-life money provides, which is a lot. And I've had so many people message me over the years about, you know, my job search, um, my job application tracker, about my articles, about how um, things have helped them, even just Instagram posts, Instagram stories. Like I have had so many people DM me, message me, email me, comment about how helpful it is to them, right? Um, one of my most popular articles on that's ranked on Google is what to do after a bad job interview. And I get so much positive reception about that because people are always like, thank you so much. Like you've made me feel better. Um, and also now I know how to take action and just so many things. It's just so incredible that I have that effect on people. And again, I love my work in public service, but this is like worldwide. And so it's bigger. And also with my clients, I'm allowed to, I'm able to go so much deeper. So over the past month, I've been connecting with all of my past clients and seeing the transformation and how my work has um, influenced and impacted them. And they, they are the ones who said that to me, like your coaching really impacted my ability to do this. I was like seeing them apply it even one year later up to one uh, one and a half years later 
has been incredible. Like it's insane to think about that the, the time that we spent together had that much of an impact and on their current and ongoing career development. And I know that a lot of people, you know, do really great things by like selling courses. And that is something I've thought about before, but I have moved away from because I just really believe in the transformation of coaching. And I really believe in going deep with my clients and having that deep transformation and life impact on people other than just another thing that they see or another um, course that they buy. Um, not knocking that. It's just not the type of service that I want to provide at this time in my journey. One of the things that I've tried to move out of is all or nothing. So um, I'm not going to say that that's going to be forever, but from my foreseeable future, that is not going to change. And I just have so much fulfillment in just the way that my clients have been able to show up, not just for their own careers and their own lives, but the lives of the people they love. And that's one of the biggest like um, feedback that I get from my coaching is that it doesn't just affect like, oh, their career, their jobs, right? You're like, it ripples out into your life, right? And so um, my, one of the biggest um, common feedback that I have when it comes to coaching is that it not only makes an impact on their career, obviously, but how they show up as a mother, as a partner, as a daughter, as a spouse, like it ripples out. And I'm so proud of that because like I'm, there was a time, and I'm not proud to say this, that I used to take out, you know, my unhappiness in my career on the ones, my the people that I love around me. And that was really, that I look back on that time and that was really hard for me to like swallow is that I used to be one of those people that would complain about the same thing over and over. And if I had a bad day, I would take it out on people who loved me. Like it was just not, it was just not something that I wanted to continue. And so seeing the impact that the coaching has made on my clients has been absolutely incredible. And I think that that type of fulfillment has made me also better at my job because I get fulfilled in different ways. So I feel happiness and um, in different types of way. Um, and I can show up for my job and my career that way because I'm not going there begrudgingly thinking, oh, like I'm not making a difference. I'm not making impact. There are days, yes, where because I work in government and it is, it can be very bureaucratic sometimes that it is, of course it can be frustrating, but I know that the work life, the, the, the work that I do in work life money has such a huge impact that I'm still fulfilled every single day. And I have so much purpose in what my career for both my nine to five and work life money is. So I hope you enjoyed that episode recapping, you know, how my side business has actually made me better at my job. And if this is something that you're looking into in to really making meaningful money and having a career that is successful by being multi-passionate, being multi-hyphenate and having multiple careers, because that is what I feel like the 
future of career is, is it's being adaptable. It's being able to have your life defined by more than one singular title. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. My voice is kind of giving out right now. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, I truly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I highly encourage you to leave a review at Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps more people discover the podcast and be a part of this community. Remember, we're all in this work-life money thing together.